Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode here on the Fellow KGB channel. You can follow me on Twitter at the Fellow KGB as well. But uh, tonight we're going to be looking at the NFL news and notes. Today is Jan uh, February seventeenth. We have uh, it's, it's kind of a slow news week. A lot of it's just more rumors and smoke and mirrors type stuff. But we do have a handful of interesting things going on. I'm going to actually hop into a screen share here. And uh, I'll just kind of pull up. I just I'm just pulling up the basically I'm just pulling up the Roto World News and, and simply reading it. So we'll see uh, what we can find here. Let me get back to yeah. Let me get my face on the screen. Uh, but anyways, uh, the top headline here on this one is Chris Godwin. He is a he's a pretty sought after free agent. But uh, the note here is the consensus among Bucks beat reporters is that Chris Godwin will return to Tampa Bay in 2021. Uh, so the note says Godwin is a free agent, but the Bucks can place the franchise tag on him if the two parties are unable to find a, uh, to agree on a long term contract. So with Tom Brady under contract for another season, the priority is to find win now talent. So it'd be a surprise if an established uh, it, it, it'd be stupid if the Bucks let Chris Godwin walk. So worst case scenario, he gets franchised. I think he wants to stay. I think he likes being in Tampa. He likes Tom Brady. He likes Arians. He loves the offense. So I'd be shocked if, if Godwin finds uh, a new home this offseason. But know, he, he deserves a good, you know, a good chunk of money. So hopefully the contract is there for him. Uh, the next one's going to be here with Drew Locke, Denver Broncos. NFL Network's James Palmer reports the Broncos aren't interested in Carson Wentz and other quarterbacks not in the top group. So Denver Denver wants a new quarterback. I, I think it's clear Drew Locke is not the answer. Uh, maybe they, they give Drew, Drew Locke one more you know honest college try for a shot this year. Uh, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if the Broncos, if they strike out on the remaining free agents at quarterback, if they decide to maybe just bring in another veteran, you know, the guys like Andy Dalton, Nick Foles are out there. Um, let me pull up some of the other names here. Marcus Mariota's on the list, Cam Newton, Teddy Bridgewater. I don't know if that's uh, going to be in their market, but the Broncos really want, I think they really want Sean Watson. I think that's probably the eye of everyone's prize. But uh, interesting here, the Broncos not interested in the Carson Wentz. I think the Chicago Bears are the leader for the Wentz sweepstakes. I'll move on to Ben Roethlisberger, uh, the GM for the Steelers, said he has to look at his current cap situation when asked about Ben Roethlisberger being the 2021 starting quarterback. It's all going to be about money, I think, with Roethlisberger. I think he, he clearly wants to play, so they just need to get uh, sit at the table and figure out what the correct monetary Payment will be for uh, getting Roethlisberger one more year back with Pittsburgh. <clears throat> this one kind of, you know, the next two notes here interest me because they're both tight ends. Hayden Hurst, Atlanta Falcons uh, starting tight end. Uh, there's a note here from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution uh, from Jason Butt here saying that Hayden Hurst can get more targets in the Falcons' new offense here. <clears throat> so with the Atlanta Falcons, they, of course, have Arthur Smith, new head coach there, former offensive coordinator for the, the Tennessee Titans. So uh, they featured the tight end pretty well. I know the Falcons in the past have featured the tight end. Uh, you know, if you think about Austin Hooper, even Tony Gonzalez back in the day. So the Falcons, Matt Ryan, really good with the tight end. I wouldn't be surprised if Hayden Hurst uh, takes another step forward in 2021. Again, shortened off season last year, 2020. The fact that he still finished as a top 10 tight end uh, does really, really well uh, for him, I think, in dynasty terms. So we'll be watching Hayden Hurst. See if we get some more buzz throughout the the summer and and into the training camp. But I, I really like uh, what Hayden Hurst was able to do. Just again, no off season first year with a new team. Uh, he actually you know played pretty well. Uh, wasn't great, but uh, he didn't really disappoint. He kind of met expectations. So the other tight end here is Jonu Smith, and the Titans general manager John Robinson uh, Robinson says Jonu Smith and Corey Davis might sign elsewhere this year. So I don't know if they're going to be willing to fork over the money. Corey Davis had a career year. John o. Smith, career year. Maybe they can keep one of these guys. I think I actually think John o. Smith might be more important. 
but they do have a handful of tight ends. If you guys remember Anthony Ferkser, Michael Pruitt, uh, probably missing another guy there, but they they had some production behind Jonu at the tight end spot. So uh, Corey Davis, I think that loss actually might weigh a little bit more than losing Jonu, just because Corey Davis. I mean, they invested what the sixth overall pick in him a four, a four or five years ago. So I would like to see Corey Davis return to the Titans. I think he helps AJ Brown quite a bit. Just helps take the pressure off uh, somewhat. There makes the defense play a little bit honest. But we'll be we'll be watching here what happens. Uh, with Jonu Smith, Corey Davis. I think maybe this weekend I will go over a list of the pending free agents, and I think that might be a good way to kind of just set the table going forward. Uh, as we, We're getting really close to free agency. I'm not sure when it is. It's usually some the first or second week of March. Uh, but we'll move on to Allen Robinson. Uh, Tom Pelissero reports the Bears and Allen Robinson haven't had a long-term contract talk since last September. I'm assuming Allen Robinson is out. He, I think he's had enough time there. We've seen his, frus <clears throat> his frustrations you know, on Twitter. And he's, he's made it very clear, not really looking to return to Chicago. I think he wants to be on a winner. The man suffered, you know, in Jacksonville and now Chicago with some really subpar quarterback play. So he's looking to go somewhere where he can, uh, he can actually enjoy uh, the passing game. Uh, Titans, Isaiah Wilson guard here. Uh, the, again, John Robbins, Robinson saying uh, he's going to have to make a decision if he wants to do things the way we want it done. That's not a good quote. If that's what your GM saying, so Robinson said the team has tried to exhaust a lot of resources into helping Wilson, who is on the reserve non-football illness list for personal issues that will take some time for him to work through. So not sure what's going on here. He had a DUI and landed on the COVID list during his rookie season. We'll see what happens. I think he was their first round pick. Yeah, the 29th overall pick in last year's draft. So we'll see what happens with Wilson. They would like to get their, you know, potentially starting tackle back, you know, or I guess going at least. Um, and here's the Carson Wentz. The Bears are the front runner for the Carson Wentz deal. We've seen uh, a lot of uh, signals pointing that Chicago is the, the place for him. I don't know if that's going to make Allen Robinson want to sign with the team, but it's, it's, it's potential. Uh, you got Patrick Peterson here. Uh, I think I covered this last Wednesday, but the uh, ESPN's John Weinfuss believes the Cardinals are not going to re-sign Patrick Peterson. Everything that I've seen says Patrick Peterson's going to be moving, so we'll see uh, the veteran cornerback hit uh, hit the market. we got Kyle Rudolph saying he will not take a pay cut for the same role he had in 2020. I think that's kind of him admitting that, hey, Irv Smith, is he is the captain now in Minnesota. And Kyle Rudolph, like, he's, he's the number two. He's the Robin to Irv Smith's Batman going forward. Uh, so reading this, this just makes me think Irv Smith's going to be the guy that you're going to want uh, for, for redraft and dynasty next year. So we'll, we'll watch him closely. Uh, Jason Sanders signs a massive five-year extension worth $22 million. That's a pretty good kicker contract. I'm not sure if that's you know, one of the, the top kicker contracts, you know, but it's $10 million guaranteed for a kicker. He was one of the best fantasy kickers last year, too. Really useful part for the Dolphins. Kept them in a lot of games, won them some games. A really good player for the Miami Dolphins, so it's nice to see him get the bag. We got Chris Carson here, the Athletics' Michael Sean Duggar uh, reports that, or it might be Duggar, I don't know, reports that the Seahawks are unlikely to resign Chris Carson this offseason. I've kind of seen that writing on the wall. Uh, the Seahawks don't really like to pay for running back. They also drafted Rashad Penny a handful of years ago in the first round. They also drafted DJ Dallas last year in the draft. Uh, they, they have Alex Collins. They have a couple other pieces there. That they, maybe they draft another running back here. They just doubled down on that. But Chris Carson, he's almost 26 years old. He's still got a lot of good football uh, in front of him. So maybe we see a team, uh, like a team like Atlanta comes to mind, maybe needing a, a banger running back. I'm trying to think of any other teams that make sense. Atlanta, Atlanta could definitely use one. Maybe Houston. Not sure if Chris wants to go to Houston. 
but definitely some teams will be interested here on the uh, the really good running back. Only 26 years old, he does get kind of he's kind of got the injury prone label, uh, but Carson is a really good running back. If if you just watch him play, uh, he's exciting to watch. Uh, let's see here. Marcus Mariota's 2021 deal includes an escalator clause worth $7.5 billion. So if Mariota plays 60% of the snaps in 12 games this season for the Raiders or another team, he'll make an extra $7.5 million. So, hmm, that's interesting. The QB's incentive-laden deal would pay him an additional whatever up to almost $2 million for each win in 2021. So he'd receive a lot of, a lot of bonuses in this contract. So it's possible the Raiders shot Mariota to teams desperate for a viable starting quarterback. Washington is reportedly Washington is reportedly interested in acquiring Marcus Mariota. I kind of like that. I think uh, you look at the Washington football team's quarterback landscape. They just gave Tyler uh, Taylor Henneke some good backup money. Alex Smith, who knows what's up with his future? Smith is fine. We just, I mean, we know what Smith is. He's a game manager, and Mariota still he's he's kind of got that potential Tannehill second wind in him. He did look good in that one spurt on Thursday Night Football last year. So I'm. I'm open to Mariota potentially being useful for us in 2021, depending on where he signs. Of course, J.J. Watt was the big news. I think that was like maybe last Friday that it came out, or maybe it was earlier this week. I don't remember. But Watt is seriously considering signing with the Cleveland Browns. I think a lot of people are speculating Pittsburgh, of course, for his brothers being on the team. Um, who else makes sense? The Steelers, the Browns, Tampa Bay makes sense. Green Bay, he's, you know, he's from Pewaukee, Wisconsin. That's not too far from Green Bay. So J.J. Watt, he's probably got a handful of teams on his list, but seriously considering the Browns, that'd be a nice win for the Browns. Um, looks like the Falcons are going to bring in some uh, some quarterbacks this offseason. Of course, they got Matt Schaub as the backup. It's time for Matt Schaub to let it go. Uh, but anyways, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Andy Dalton, Joe Flacco, Tyrod Taylor are on this list. I don't know if I would see them grabbing a guy like maybe Joe Flacco makes sense, but it, really these guys have to you know be okay with selecting a backup role. I don't know if Fitzpatrick wants to be a backup anymore. Um, so that's kind of interesting. We did have the unfortunate and, and sad news of former Buccaneer Tampa Bay's Vincent Jackson was found deceased on Monday. It's likely CTE. Uh, it's kind of a, a washy, wishy story. He, he was uh, in a hotel from like January through February. He was on the missing persons list. They found him and then uh, he was found deceased uh, not too long after that. Uh, super unfortunate. I remember Vincent Jackson. I'm a, I'm a Tampa Bay fan. I remember the day he signed a big deal uh, with Tampa Bay. I think it was five year, 55 million. And it was supposed to be all the fives for Josh Freeman. Uh, Vincent Jackson was, he was a, he's a tremendous football player for the Chargers. Uh, I'm sure Philip Rivers has a ton of good words to say about him. And uh, I, I'm, I, it's, it's sad, especially a player that I, I, I watch closely in Tampa Bay, Vincent Jackson also followed him in San Diego. So rest in peace, Vincent Jackson, uh, prayers to you and your family. Uh, Chris Poley in here, uh, hired as the director of pro personnel for Washington football team. That's an interesting signing. Looks like Jamison Crowder is going to be a cap casualty for the Jets. I'm not sure where he could go, but New York could replace Crowder here with free agents like Juju or Chris Godwin. I don't, again, I don't think Godwin's getting moved. Um, but there's also a couple other guys that could be uh, in the spot there. Jarvis Landry and Tyler Lockett are the only slot receivers making more than Jamison Crowder. So Crowder, as far as slot receivers go, Crowder's going to get a job somewhere. It's just got to be the right fit. Um, it looks like Sammy Watkins, the team's going to try to re-sign him. Um, I, I think it's clear Watkins has been kind of a bust throughout his career. He needs to uh, probably just take a kind of like a, a second or third best receiver deal on a team and just continue to win with the with the Chiefs. I think that'd be good for both sides. Uh, Des Bryant's unlikely to return to the Ravens. Uh, Gus Edwards, this is a really big free agent name to watch. Because I, I personally, I think Gus Edwards could be a, 
he could be a two down, three down starter for any team. Not any team, of course, a team with a stud running back. But again, you look at a team like the Falcons, look at a team like the Jets, uh, even Buffalo Bills. Like I know we like Devin Singletary and Zach Moss, but like Gus Edwards, he he is a good running back. And I, I just think that if he gets the right opportunity, maybe he goes to Seattle. He could be, you know, he could be a one-two punch with Rashad Penny. I think Gus Edwards is a really good football player. And he deserves a, a really good chance to get to make some starter money and, and get more playing time. I think the Ravens have been uh, doing really well with him. Um, so had this one, this one raised my eyebrow when Bruce Arians said the team nearly cut Leonard Fournette in December. I'm not sure why. Uh, it doesn't really say why. Um, let's see here. Arians told Fournette, just see if you can hang in there and see what happens. And he did. I'm really proud of him. So. Maybe there was, you know, it's just some bad energy around Fournette because he wasn't getting a lot of playing time. He was really excited to be to Tampa. Ronald Jones was playing well, uh, but then Jones gets hurt. In comes Leonard Fournette, and he has a tremendous run in through the playoffs. So we'll see. We'll, we'll watch Leonard Fournette see if he signs with Tampa Bay again here. Oh, let me go back here. I just saw the Zach Ertz note here. So uh, Sports Illustrated Ed Kratz reports the Eagles have talked to the Colts and Seahawks about a trade involving Zach Ertz. Mm. We've kind of seen that writing on the wall. I mean, they took Dallas Goddard in the second round three years ago. Ertz contract frustrations were public all season in 2020. So Ertz is probably not, I'd put good money on Ertz not being uh, a Philadelphia Eagle this year and the Colts, the Seahawks. I mean, the Colts have Philadelphia ties, a uh, really good connection between those two uh, franchises. In Seattle, Seattle could be an interesting spot there. Really good thing for Russell Wilson. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, Jeremy Fowler reports it could take a big swing at quarterback for the night for the 49ers to move on from a QB like uh, Jimmy Garoppolo here. So I think that's uh, hinting at like Deshaun Watson. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the Colts have offered two second round draft picks for Carson Wentz. That's a low ball deal. Uh, let me see here. Um, you got a dozen teams. Of course, teams are interested in J.J. Watt. I don't think J.J. Watt has that much left in the tank to begin with. I think he's a rotational player. You're probably not going to see him hit, hit double-digit sacks anymore. Uh, but he can be a guy that can you know, play maybe 60% of the snaps and, and get a good pass rush going on third downs. Um, Trevor Lawrence will need four to five months of recovery time after a left soldier, uh, shoulder surgery. So the presumed number one pick, I think I can throw in six to eight weeks after the surgery. Um, so that's pretty interesting, but he's going to need four to five months of recovery time after left shoulder surgery. So um, let's see, four to five months from now, that's going to put us out right up until, you know, August, basically. It's it's the second month of the year. You put out five months. That's the end of July, maybe August. So he should be right on time for training camp. I don't think teams are going to uh, knock him too much for that. <laughs> he's going to be drafted number one. So Deshaun uh, Watson, of course, is intrigued by potential trade of the Broncos or the 49ers. I think those are the two front runners. Broncos and 49ers, and then don't sleep on the Carolina Panthers. I think Carolina could be a team uh, to keep an eye on out there because Matt Stafford was uh, part of their plan. Um, so Tom Brady, minor knee surgery. Um, that's pretty much it, I think. Uh, of course, uh, Anthony Lynn saying DeAndre Swift is a three-down back. We love that for our dynasty teams. Uh, Todd Gurley is probably not coming back to the Falcons. That's why I keep bringing them up. Uh, and then you got the Raiders here, very interested in Juju Smith-Schuster. So uh, this is, it's kind of, you know, smoke season. You know, we're getting a lot of names and a lot of games of uh, potential, I might go, you know, just trade rumors and just potential, uh, a lot of article pieces on who a team might sign. 
or who they're looking at too. So I think this weekend I will, uh, I'll do a, a dive into the free agent list. We'll kind of talk about who's available and just kind of what I've been hearing. Uh, but that's going to do it for this video. If you guys are new to the fellow KGB channel, the fantasy fellow show, uh, definitely subscribe. We're trying to reach our goal of 200 next and then we'll, we'll get to the next goal after that. But uh, I want to thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to like the video, leave me a comment. Uh, tell me where you think Deshaun Watson uh, should play San Francisco, Denver, I mean, even Miami with the Tua trade, that's kind of crazy. The Jets, a lot of scenarios there. And then uh, what about Chris Godwin? Do you guys think Chris Godwin's going to stay? What about Juju Smith-Schuster? Uh, just get some trade talk going down there, and I'll, I'll reply. But anyways, thank you, guys. Have a good rest of your morning, evening, afternoon, whatever you need. And uh, we'll see you in the next one. Peace.